In this podcast, we have conversations about personal experiences with loss, grief, and unexplained spiritual encounters. Whether it's a dream, a visit, a vision, or a newfound life after loss, we believe life and love never dies. This is Surviving Death and Dying with Trisha and Misty. We are starting the holiday season, and with Thanksgiving here in the U.S., this is a tough holiday if you've recently lost someone that you love. But I know that this time of year also has a special meaning to you, Trisha. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, my mom passed away near Thanksgiving and uh, my birthday. She passed away on November 16th. So right after that was my birthday and then Thanksgiving. So those were two special occasions in my life that were the hardest for me at the beginning to deal with and work through without having your mom. Cause your mom is the one that would take charge of the holiday season. What day is your birthday? Mine's the 21st. Oh, so she died very close to your birthday and before yeah. your birthday. Yes. So you had that compounded first birthday and first holiday right there, right after you lost your mom. Yeah. With them days of each other. So yeah, it was compounded. It was the hardest time for one of my hardest times in my life to deal with, because you would say we would all go out to dinner for our birthday. We, and we picked my favorite restaurant. My whole family would go and doing that for the first time without my mom was hard. And my family was like, we don't have to do this. I was like, yes, we do. Right. We need to still celebrate this because she would want us to. She wouldn't want us to just ignore my birthday, ignore Thanksgiving. Right. Just keep it going and still remembering her during that time as well. So what was that first Thanksgiving like for you and your family? You have brothers and sisters and your dad was still around, right? So yeah. Do you mind talking about, do you remember what that first Thanksgiving was like? Yes. That first Thanksgiving was especially hard. Like I said, my mom would be the one that would cook everything and get everything prepared mm -hmm. for that dinner. And with her gone, none of us, me, my brother, I have two brothers, but my one brother lives out of state and my sister, and she was going to her husband's family. So it was just me, my brother and my dad this time. So since we all decided not to cook, uh, right. <laughs> right. we decided to go to a restaurant and we were thinking we were going to make it a ritual of just going out to like this restaurant buffet so we can all eat what we wanted to eat and not have it just specific right. to whatever holiday it might be. But it was never the same without right. her. So in the following years, did that get easier? Did you all figure out a new tradition or routine or how did that? Cause it's been almost nine years, right? It's going to yeah. be nine years. It'll be nine years. How did that kind of progress over time? Over the years, my brother and my dad just didn't want to celebrate it anymore. Hmm. So what I did is my best friend, I went to my best friend's family's house for Thanksgiving they're my second family. So okay. it wasn't too different. I mean, 
they have different traditions, but it was a new tradition for me. So now every year I will go to, to my best friend's family's house for dinner. You still do that. Okay. Yes. So it's a tradition. My family knows they're not going to expect me. My brother, like I said, he, the one I live with is not, he doesn't like Turkey. So that doesn't, he really doesn't care. He loves the football. So he has the football, right? But now he knows that I'll be going over to my best friend's family's house for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And they expect me every year now. So, and if I don't make it, I made it, didn't make it one year. And I think because I was sick or something like that came up and they're like, where is she? She has to be here. (laughs) Well, that's good. So you started a new tradition in a way and things did change within your family. And that's going to happen for a lot of people this year. Let's talk about different ideas and suggestions as we're coming up on Thanksgiving that people can think about or consider to help get them through this week. I mean, what would be one of the first things that you think you would say? For me, I would say, let yourself grieve through this. It's going to be hard. You're going to need that time for yourself, but let yourself go and let yourself feel what it's going to be like. Mm -hmm. It's going to be different. Mm -hmm. Each holiday is going to be a little different now that that person is no longer there. Yeah. So the first step is just, just know it's going to happen let yourself grieve. And there's something that some people point out too, when you lose someone are these little grief triggers that you get that sneak up on you when you least expect them. You could be in a good mood walking through a grocery store and you hear a song or a kid says something or you see something and all of a sudden you lose it. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I had many of those times, both with losing both my parents at different times. I had those times, but yeah, just let yourself cry. Let yourself go. Let yourself be you and take care of you at that time. Right. And sometimes it won't go as planned. Like if you have it planned, Oh, I'm going to go to my friend's house. We're going to have this, we're going to make this a tradition from now on. It's not always going to happen that way. Right. So be ready for things to go wrong as well, which on any normal holiday, and that's why they have so many like Christmas movies and things where things go wrong. Right. (laughs) Things happen. They don't go as planned. You might be extra sensitive because you've you've got this additional struggle emotionally happening. So maybe be ready that if something goes wrong, what are things you could do? How can you pull yourself together? Do you have someone to reach out to, but just know that there could be um, something to not follow your plan and to throw you off. And what are you going to do? Yeah. Just take it in stride as, I mean, we all have to deal with it and you do need to talk to your loved one, somebody, a friend or a loved one. If you're having trouble during that time, mm-hmm. lean on somebody. Mm-hmm. Don't say, oh, they don't want to hear it. They don't, they're your friend or if they're your family, mm-hmm. they want to hear from you. They don't want you to get depressed or something to that effect where you aren't being yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you could also take, bring up for other people, these different scenarios for them where they're going to get down now because they see you are down Mm -hmm. when you want to try to keep the holidays in a joyous kind of way, even though it is a sad time for the you during that, especially the first one. Like I said, the first ones are the most difficult. You can also do different things to get through it, like make their, your loved one's favorite dish. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think what you just pointed out too, is 
letting people know if you're in pain, talking to your friends and your loved ones. But I think along with that too, is not ignoring the fact that you have lost someone. It's okay to talk about that person that you loved. I think some people are afraid to even bring up their name or talk about them. Maybe it's too difficult or too emotional or even the friends and loved ones, if you're aware, it's a special honor to still remember them. So not being afraid to talk about them. And if you're going to make their favorite dish, like you're saying, then you definitely need to say something to that point and recognize and acknowledge the fact that you are honoring them by making their favorite dish or what they loved about it or talk about when they made it, you know? Yeah. Like when you're at the dinner table, having your big Thanksgiving meal, say, I made this for my mom as this was her favorite dish during Thanksgiving. And it was brought down from family to like Mm -hmm. each family member. So take that and say, this is for my mom or let's all enjoy this time and think about her while you're eating Mm -hmm. that special dish. Mm -hmm. It's a nice thing to do. And if it's not food related, there's other things you can do that you know your loved one would still appreciate if they can see you and Trisha and I like to believe that they can still visit you and be aware of you in your life. And if there's children around in the family, have them make some crafts, arts and crafts kinds of things in honor of them or for them, or to get them involved somehow in the way they set the table or the table setting, things like that. Like I was saying earlier, when we were talking though, you know, the hand turkey, have the kids make those hand turkeys (laughs) and maybe put one on each dish with Mm -hmm. something that they're thankful for, for that person, that kid, or like, even if you set a place for, for that loved one at the table, right. In memory of them, maybe make that. And then each person writes something that they were thankful for, for that person. And that way that's a great memory for them. And then you could take it to the place where they've been laid to rest, put it on their plaque. Yeah. And it's, it's something great. And people walk by and go, Oh, that's so sweet. You know, right. It's, that's a great idea. And there's many other ones that you can do as well is during that table time, you say, when you say your prayer, right. Pray for them as well. They're right. still, they still need prayers. It's yep. not like, Yep. They don't say a prayer for them, say a prayer for you and everybody there. Right. And that helps to get everybody talking about it. If, if it's hard for some people to talk about, I know at the beginning it, for me, I couldn't like talk to people about it really yet. Right. You choke up or get sad. Yeah. Yes. Yep. You can, you can light a candle in their honor and that wouldn't take any words. You know, if you feel you get choked up, you could still do a, you know, a little special candle for them as well. Um, but I, I think like you're pointing out is to make sure that you are enjoying time with the family and friends that are still here with you now. Let's recognize who we are still fortunate to have in our lives and try to still appreciate the the now and the moment that you have with them and be with them and don't be alone, at least the whole weekend. Right. And while you're enjoying that time with family and friends, like we said, there's going to be triggers. Make your, give yourself time to grieve. If you're at the dinner with all your family and friends and something triggers you and you want to be by yourself do it. Step outside, Mm -hmm. get that fresh air, step in the bathroom, whatever it is, 
just so you have time to maybe cry, let it out. Mm-hmm. let yourself feel it. Cause I know some people don't like people seeing people hurting. Right. And they, I know at the beginning, I didn't want anybody to see me cry. Yeah. So I would step into another room mm-hmm. where no one could see me. Mm-hmm. So people have their limits and mm-hmm. just know your limit and don't, yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. Just right. It's you be thankful for you that you can actually grieve and take a moment to remember them and cry and just get that feeling there. Right. And I know a lot of people talk about gratitude being kind of a key to a lot of things, but at a time like this, especially having gratitude and finding things around you now to be thankful for, and you even mentioned in ways you could do that, like on the crafts and, you know, what you're thankful for, but talking about your loved ones again, maybe you can share things you were grateful for from their life or what they taught you that will live on in your heart, having gratitude for what they meant to you in your life and how they impacted you and thinking about the things that do make you happy. Yeah. That's a great thing to do. Just go around the table, tell each of you, tell tell each other what you're thankful for, for that person. I mean, even if they're still here, let them know too, when you're at Mm -hmm. the table, tell them. So if something does happen to them, they know what you meant to them. So be thankful to everybody that's around you, like you're saying, Mm -hmm. and love them and share that with them. And that's just like another great memory that you'll have with that person. Mm -hmm. So let's do that and help be find that greatness and gratitude for each other. That's true. Cause your loved ones who have crossed over want you to be happy. They don't want to see you continuing to cry and be upset or not being able to get out of bed for eternity. You know, they, they want you to enjoy your life. They don't want to see you in pain. They might be happy at first that you miss them, but they want you to pick yourself up and keep going. Exactly. And like I've been saying, you can be sad, you can cry, but don't let it keep you down. Reflect on those special memories that you had with your loved ones and be thankful for them. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So email us at trisha.misty.tm at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, survivingdeathanddying.com for links to the books we talk about. So please like, share, subscribe, and follow. Well, we did it again. We survived death and dying another episode because we believe life and love never dies.